It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into Locked On Kings. It is Tuesday, March 6th, I think. Who knows? Who knows? Just coming off of a uh, nice win against the Knicks Sunday night. They have the New Orleans Pelicans tomorrow night. At the G1C, minus Boogie Cousins, of course, because of the injury, which I know we're all a little upset about. We'd rather see him uh, get some revenge, I guess. I don't even know if that's the right term. But, you know, it's always nice to see a team play its former players. But we will not get that opportunity. But we'll still get some good hoops in there anyways. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton, coming to you from Sacramento, as always. Uh have a, a different idea today. I saw saw my co-host Matt George do something interesting last week, uh, talking about the futures of Costa Kufus and and Garrett Temple, and I, I wanted to weigh in on that. And then also a couple other players on the team, a couple other team options uh, uh, as far as this this team goes for next season. So I just wanted to uh, weigh in, get, give you my own opinion, and uh, see what you guys think. I mean, let me know if you agree, disagree. You can uh, reach me on Twitter at cth four one five. Uh, any ideas for future shows? Let me know too. Whatever you guys want to hear, these these podcasts are for you. So, so anything you guys are interested in, anything you want to hear about, uh, hear me weigh in on, or let your opinions be known. Hit me up on Twitter at cth four one five, and we will definitely uh, work all that in. But uh, let's get it started. So first off, the the two main ones uh, that you see are are Costa Kufus and Garrett Temple. Uh, both have player options for next year. So basically, for those that don't know, that means it's up to them whether they want to be on the Kings or not. They both have an option to be with the Kings and uh, solid salaries as well. 
Uh, Costa, if he decides to stay, he'll be making just under $9 million at uh, 8.7. Uh, these numbers are from spotrack.com also. Uh, I love spotrack, so definitely use it. Uh, Garrett Temple will be making eight even, according to uh, according to them. So two solid numbers for guys that uh, may not make that anywhere else. Uh, but let's start with Garrett. He is 31 years old and signed a three-year, $24 million contract with the Kings. Uh, he's on the second year of that, and next year will be the third, obviously, will be his player option year for $8 million. Garrett Temple is... A fan favorite, I'd say, at least from the fans that I I uh, have interacted with. I'm sure there's some that don't love him as much, but he's a solid player. He he gives you energy every night. Solid defender, um, definitely a role player. Not not gonna tip the scales one way or another as far as the Kings are concerned. Uh, definitely more valuable on a better team, I'd I'd say. But as far as his leadership goes. His uh, his effort, his defense, especially on a team that is struggling defensively, uh, well, and offensively, <laughs> but a team that is really poor defensively and does not have many defensive players, defensive-minded players on it. He's, he's important, and he helps. Uh, I know they like him a lot. Um, I know he likes it here, but... Would he want to stay? And I'm I'm leaning towards yes. And this is a common theme you'll see uh, with these next couple players as well, is the money. The money's good. I doubt he will make $8 million a year anywhere else. Uh, I, I kind of doubt his next contract even will, will be above $8 million, uh, even with multiple years. Uh, unless it's a Langston Galloway situation where he opted out last year uh, I think he was on the books for five million with the with the Kings, and I thought for sure he would be back and, and take that that five mil. Uh, apparently, he knew better. Um, whether I mean, oh look, they this is just my speculation, but he definitely knew that what was out there was going to be better. Like he he his agent had talked to Detroit. He definitely knew he was going to get a a better deal, and he goes and signs for three years, uh, twenty one million with Detroit. But that's a different situation because he's younger, uh, different skill set, and. I mean, a questionable signing in the first place also, if you ask me. Uh, I did not think that that money would be out there for him. So unless there's something like that out there for Garrett Temple, which I don't think so, I don't think it would be, especially at age 32. I don't think anyone's going to give him multiple years. I would expect him to be back and to, to clean up that $8 million. And then maybe the next year he can look to see if there's a a contending team that you know, would like his services because he'll be he'll be 32 at the end of next year, which isn't isn't a spring chicken. But if you look at guys, I, I see Garrett Temple as a guy like uh, uh, Luke Richard and Bamute uh, down in, in Houston, or uh, Alpha Rukaminu in in uh, in Portland. Solid two way players, not again not game changers, but definitely good role players. And can contribute, and uh, those guys are both well. At least Mbamute is on it on a minimum deal, and uh, that's kind of where I see Temple after next year. I, I, I expect him to opt in, get the money, and then move on after that. Unless again, unless the Kings want to pay him to keep him around because he is a favorite around the Kings uh, Kings franchise. So unless they want to pay him to keep him around, 
uh, I'd see him moving on after next year. But I think he's definitely a king for at least one more year, which would make sense for him and for the Kings. So next move would be my man. My man, as you all know, I'm a big Costa Kufas fan. Big, I'm a Costa Kufas stan. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. A Kufas stan. Oh, that's lame. But <laughs> I, I do like Costa Kufas. I like his game. I like what he brings. He signed a four-year, $32 million deal uh, back in 2015. And he's just finishing up the, th- the third year. And he's on the books for $8.7 million for next year. Similar to Garrett Temple, I don't see him going anywhere because of the money. Again, 8.7, I don't see him making that anywhere else. Uh, unless, like I said, unless there's a an offer out there that he knows about that we don't. Um, I don't think he'll make that even on his next contract. Solid role player. I like what he does. I like what he brings. And I think he could be a solid piece on a better team. Uh, he's, he's been fine with the Kings, no question. But I just think you don't, you can't turn down that money, especially at his age. He's he's about two years younger than than Garrett Temple. Uh, it's not as if you know this is these are the the waning years of their careers. They still have time left on their careers, especially Costa. Um, he could easily latch on to a a contending team or what have you uh, after next year. And that's just kind of how I see it. I mean, I I, I don't, I wouldn't want to leave that money on the table just to leave a year early, and I don't think he'll do that. Um, Garrett Temple is a little less positive. You know, I'm, I'm, Costa, I'm almost 100% sure. Garrett, let's say I'm like 89% sure. Um, But Costa, I I don't see why you would, why you would leave, why you would leave that money on the table. Um, And again, he's another guy that the Kings like, uh, and he likes the Kings. He's a good locker room guy, and I know that's a term that gets thrown around a lot, but it's just true. He is a solid locker room guy, does not cause any problems, uh, good mentor type, uh, all that stuff. So if he wants to be here, I don't see why the Kings wouldn't want him here. And the other thing is, too, with these guys uh, opting in, those are trade pieces. You may not get first-round picks for him. You may not get, you know, the flashy... Uh, players for him or, or what have you, but those are guys that can can be moved for something. You can get something for them. And that's better than losing them for nothing. I know it's simple math, but uh, I, I just, I, I don't see any problems having them here or bringing them back, especially if they want to be here. And I, I'm actually a little surprised that they haven't been able to get anything for Costa in the last couple of years. Whether they've tried or not, I don't know. But he's a guy that that I would imagine would have some value around the NBA. And, uh, you know, they just haven't been able to to get anything for him. Again, like I I said, I don't know if they've tried or not. But those are two guys that I expect to be back because of the money. Because of the money. We're going to talk about uh, Shump coming up next. Yes, he is a king. Iman Shumpert, I know it's tough to remember because he hasn't played a single second of basketball for the Kings this year, but he is. And then a couple other players. They don't have player options, but uh, their, their futures are up in the air as well. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Iman Shumpert. Iman Shumpert. The beneficiary of the LeBron James friends and family deal. Signed for four years, $40 million back in 2015. And uh, like I said, man, he basically got the deal because LeBron liked him. Uh, Significantly overpaid, but that's just how it goes, how the NBA goes, really. So he's on the books next year for $11 million player option have to imagine he'd opt in i mean the guys won a championship now it's time to get paid 11 mil like i said with these last two guys like i said with costa and garrett temple i i don't even think his next contract will even be worth 11 million over over multiple years so he's definitely going to opt in whether the kings try and keep him or move him that's up to them he's a role player he's a role player and a solid defender on a team that cannot defend it's at least worth keeping him around unless you have a solid offer for him so why not why not i mean he's 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 definitely going to opt in that one is 100 percent sure costa i'll put it this way shump 100 percent sure costa 97 percent garrett temple 89 percent but shump is 100 percent sure taking that 11 million dollars which it could be worse he, he he's he's a, a functional player. You can get something out of him. And he's young. He's only 27. He'll be 28 next year, I believe, uh, by the end of next next season. So it, it's not a bad... It's not that bad of a deal to have him around for a team like the Kings because maybe he, he shows you something. and Maybe he's someone you want to keep around for a while. Maybe he plays well and he's the next... Uh, not, well, not the next Garrett Temple, but takes Garrett Temple's place, a younger Garrett Temple. Uh, next year, a solid defender, uh, role player, two-way player, uh, all-around teammate. But $11 million is a lot to pay for him. But they, they have no choice. He's going to opt in, and you're, you're stuck with it. You're stuck paying him that. But it could be worse. It's not as if you know it's one of these 35-year-old guys that got signed to a big deal and, and can't even break the rotation. He'll definitely get some playing time. I doubt we'll see him this year, to be honest. Uh, just because we haven't seen him yet, I know he's come uh, overcoming an injury, and to be honest, it, it, playing him this year doesn't help the Kings very much. Um, it just doesn't help the Kings very much. You might as well just keep him on the sideline and and see what you get out of him next year with a fresh start uh, through training camp uh, and all that. So that's where I see our guy Amon Shumpert. Yes, he's ours. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, there were two more players I wanted to throw in here, maybe three. Maybe we'll get Zebo in there as well. 
but there's no real choice with Zebo. He's he's locked in for 12 mil next year. There's nothing you can do about it. Not even a player option or anything. Uh, if he unless you can move him, which I don't I don't know if they'll be able to. Unless you can move him or get a buyout going, um, he's 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 going to be a king. And maybe they're fine with that. Maybe that's what they want. But I, I don't see how you can move that that contract uh, without taking back a, a, a worse contract, really. So Zebo is going to be a king, if you ask me, unless they come come to an agreement on a buyout. But I wanted to go with uh, Willie Colley-Stein. And I just wanted to know other people's opinions on Willie, because I'm so torn on him. I think he has the ability to be a solid... 2018 center by that I mean a guy who strictly rebounds defends the rim runs the floor catches oops finishes at the rim just simple stuff but I think he also sees himself as way more than that which is you know a I don't want to say it's a bad thing because everyone you know should think well of themselves but um I don't especially need him taking 18-foot jumpers all the time or anything like that. So I, I'm just a little torn on him as he's entering his the last year of his rookie deal. Uh, it's going to be decision time on him. Do you extend him? Do you let him finish out his rookie contract and test the market? It'll be interesting to see what happens with him because I do think he's a solid player. I think... Uh, you know, we've made the comparisons of Clint Capella and uh, DeAndre Jordan and things like that. And I think maybe on a better team, he'd be better. But do we know that for sure? Like, if he, if Willie Cauley-Stein was on the Rockets, would he put up similar numbers to Clint Capella? Probably. Uh, probably. But I'm not, I'm just not positive. I, I, I just, I'm torn on him. I want to hear what you guys think on him, too. Hit me up on Twitter at CTH415. Because I, I, I don't know, is, is, am I the outlier here or do people agree with me? Uh, just, yeah, just torn on Willie Cauley-Stein. And you still have Costa, you have Scal, uh, Zebo is still in the mix. Is is Willie looked at as the future or not? I, I don't, I really don't have an answer for that. Uh, moving on. Since I don't have an answer for it. This was a question for, uh, for Kings fans. Vince Carter. I like Vince. Uh, everyone loves Vince. I've mentioned it before. For some reason, he is the most beloved athlete, universally beloved athlete I can remember. And it's not, I'm not saying he shouldn't be, but it's just I don't remember anyone that was as beloved by everyone. Like, I, you, I, I can't think of anyone that doesn't like Vince Carter. Everyone does. Everyone does. But he made $8 mil this year. It was a one-year $8 million deal. And I just want I I wanted to see what you guys thought if the Kings come back next year and say, hey, Vince, we'll, you know, we'll give you $8 million again to come be Vince Carter. Play a little bit, but really mentor everyone and just be Vince Carter. Be the guy that everyone loves. Would, would you guys want that as Kings fans? Would you want him back for that number? I, I, I know it's questionable whether or not they'll have places to spend that money otherwise. But... I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. He's another guy. It's cool to have him around. We all loved it. I love, like I said, everyone loves VC. And uh, it's great when he does come out and play. He went, I think, like three of five from three the other night, which was awesome. But uh, I just, yeah, I don't know. I just, I want to get your guys' opinions, really, because I don't, I'm torn on, on, on VC. As much as we all love him, like I said, I love VC. We all do. 
but I just don't know. Is that a good allocation of funds uh, for the Kings? And it might be. You know what? It honestly might be because, like I said, we're, we're not sure where they could spend that money otherwise. But it's a lot of money for a, for a good locker room guy. This has been Locked on Kings. I'm Charles T. Hamilton. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, come back tomorrow, obviously. We'll do a little preview of the Kings-Pellies game. Uh, that's tomorrow night at 7 o'clock tip, I believe. No DeMarcus Cousins, as I mentioned. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Come back tomorrow for more Locked on Kings. Peace. You are Locked on Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.